Hey guys, Dennis here with Revog Games. I'm joined by Joshua Veyers, all the way in South Africa. Yeah, and we got uh, it's been a couple of weeks, I think, and we've got a lot of news, a, a lot of big news too. Um, oh yeah, a lot of big stuff. You know, big games coming out. Obviously, we're going to talk about uh, God of War Ragnarok, uh, even Sonic Frontiers. A lot of announcements. A lot of like, also like movie tv announcements that that popped up recently like the gears of war announcement uh the last of us release date all that stuff so l l let's get right into it because we got so much stuff so the big big news is god of war ragnarok released this week it released yesterday um you and i have been talking about this game a lot obviously the reviews that have come out have been all very very super positive they've all been like 10 out of 10 9 out of 10 9.5 out of 10 the like the majority has been overwhelming just like the the the, the last game i gave in because i had we had talked about last time like should i wait for the pc version wait till i get a ps5 i started watching some clips to be honest with you of the 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 ps4 versus the ps4 pro versus the ps5 graphics and yes obviously the ps5 graphics were much be were better but the ps4 one's still pretty good so i oh, said yeah. i said screw it i'll just buy it and play on my ps4 it's not like i don't have access to it i bought it i've i'm a couple hours in um but uh and i'll get into my first impressions in a little bit but kind of yeah, like it's it's still very good in terms of the graphics and everything. So kind of what are your thoughts on all the positive buzz, the release? What are you going to do in terms of like playing the game? Well, I, I caved right off the bat because it was all over my YouTube. Literally everything I was seeing all day was uh, Let's Plays of this and that. Mm -hmm. Like I already had half of it. Well, not ruined for me because I clicked on it myself to watch it. But uh yeah, man. Looking at the differences, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get it as well on PS4 because mm -hmm. there are differences there, but it's main, mainly like lighting stuff and shadows and things like yeah. that. And, and texture resolution. Um, yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't show too well on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure the difference will be huge. But uh, yeah, I. I was gonna wait. I know I said that last time. I was gonna <laughs> Me wait. Me too. But I don't think. I, I don't. Like, I watched one of my favorite YouTubers uh, do do the Thor fight, yeah. and. I, I kind of regret watching it because it's, I mean, that's not really a spoiler that you're going to fight Thor. If you played the first game, you know that. But it's the way it happens is so epic. I wish I experienced it for myself the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, when so I... I'm, pro I'm probably going to even get it on PS4 as well. I'm like a little bit after that part. So I'm about two hours in. Um, and I have gotten to that part, which I was surprised because I was like, God, w within two hours, you've already played like, two bosses and that's one of them and when i was playing it's like this are you sure this isn't like an end of the game boss because of how much you kind of do in it you know um so i was just surprised I, i'll say so far i'm only two hours in i'm having a great time just like the last game story-wise it seems like a continuation of it almost feels like it's just god of war part two you know what i mean and i yeah. don't mean that in a bad way i don't mean that in a this you know it well, sucks yeah, that's or what whatever you, want, you know it's exactly it, what you want it's like a continuation like straight up the obviously i'm only two hours in so i haven't delved into i'm sure there's a lot of combat additions and story-wise it's going to be different but basically it picks off where it left off i mean obviously uh, atreus is older 
Um, but it, it, the feeling of it, the, the story, the, the mechanics, everything just feels like I just finished that the last game and I'm just starting the next part of it. Even more so than Last of Us Part 1 and Part 2. Part 1 and Part 2 are very connected, right? But there is yeah. kind of a different... You get a different vibe. There's like, there's something different going on in, in Last of Us Part 2 than Part 1. This one doesn't so much. It, it seems like a more smooth transition. Well, yeah, it's, it seems like it's the same engine for the most part, mm-hmm. as far as I know, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to playing it on PS4. It looks, it, it still looks, gr- like you said, it looks great. The thing is, it looked good on PS4 when it came out a couple yeah. years ago. It still looks good now. I, I, from what I've been told uh, from people, a lot of my friends are playing it on PS4 and they haven't had any issues with like frame rate drops or no performance issues. Um, yeah, and just that Thor fight is so sick. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, I have to play this. Uh, yeah. And yeah, like you said, the best way of putting it is a, it is like a continuation. I mean, it, it's a sequel, but like the mechanics are the same for the most part. It feels the same. It's like um, you're riding the same bike, but on a new road. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, and then, you know, it's all positive buzz. We'll see where this ends up. Like we, we mentioned in, in previous episodes, really to me, it's, it's going to be God of War Ragnarok and, uh, Elden Ring kind of yeah, dueling it out for, for game of the year. So I'll see, I can't, it's too early for me to judge for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, just very, very positive so far. And I'm just going to keep playing. So, yeah. I still think Elden Ring is going to win just because it's a, a lot more innovative. Yeah, it's a, it's newer. I the exploration in Elden Ring is like like the best exploration I've ever played in a game, you know? Yeah. Um so I, that's pretty but a lot, a lot of that was taken from uh Breath of the Wild. Yes, yeah. Um execu- executed much better, I would say. Obviously, story-wise it's going to be God of War, you know, the narrative mm. because oh, yeah. El- Elden Ring Elden Ring has a lot of lore to it. But like actual story is is very little, so or, or very shallow, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, what I know of Elden Ring story, I I learned from YouTube videos because <laughs> yeah, me too. Game. Me too. Like I finished the game like twice now. I think I was on my like third new game plus, uh-huh. and I still have I had no idea what the hell the <laughs> game is about. So I had to watch YouTubers no. break it down for me. Yeah, the the lore in YouTube videos are much better than what's going on in the game because they just give you little tiny hints and then suddenly like to me i'm like i'm like where did they get all this information it must be from supplemental materials or whatnot um but uh yeah uh did you say you're going to because i know you had loaned your ps4 to your nephew you're gonna borrow it back for a weekend or something i'm yeah i'm actually gonna be going there next uh well tomorrow funny Mm -hmm. enough so this weekend, I'm going to see if I can grab it from him. I feel bad because he plays a lot of Apex Legends and Fortnite. But uh, Just I'm tell gonna have me to you got it in a weekend. For, for like a week, a week or two, you know, yeah. bust it out. I could finish this game in a few days. Like I'll be I'll be addicted to it. I won't I won't be able to not finish it as soon as I start, you know. People are saying it's about 20 something to 30 something hour game, depending oh, yeah. on how, how, how many side missions that you do. Um, but yeah, all super positive stuff. You know, I haven't heard any negative stuff and like i said me saying it's similar to the last game is not a negative because you know almost everything about the last game was great so this just feels like you know the next part so 
Same uh, bike, different road. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to uh, the next one. This was also, you know, a, a big deal. Uh, good and bad reaction to this, which is the PlayStation VR 2. <laughs> the release yeah. date and price has been revealed. The release date has was, you know, not controversial. So the, the release date is going to be February 22nd. I guess the only thing controversial about that is like everything is released in February. Everything that got delayed from this year is gone to February of next year. It's weird. Uh, more controversially, though, is the price tag. Now, you mm. and me have been talking about this for a while. You and me talk a lot about VR. I said in order for this to be a, a mainstream product to kind of go to the masses, that it need to be like three ninety nine competitive and, and yeah, less competitive, like four hundred bucks or less. It is five hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. More than the PS5 itself. Yes. So in essence, it, and remember, you need a PS5. This is not a standalone to, unit. Yep. So you have to buy a $500 PS5 and a $550 uh, PlayStation VR 2. This is not including games. <laughs> so like that's that's a lot of cash. And I'm not saying the technology isn't well, great. Well, they do have the bundle, Dennis. For an extra 50 bucks, you can get horizon call of the mountain that totally makes it worth it yeah so this sarcasm is, intended yeah 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 i mean look i'm not saying the technology isn't great i mean one i haven't played it and from what i've heard from people who have played it the technology is pretty mm. cool i was just saying that because it's you it, well it, it's it's using the ps5 to power all the graphics and everything like that so your headset it, the headset technology is where the cost is right. Uh, the visuals, the resolution, the you know, the eye tracking, the controllers, all that stuff is what you're paying for. So I thought they would be able to reduce the price down to three hundred ninety nine. I think that wasn't that the starting price for the the VR uh, PSVR one, the first one. I believe I believe so. Yeah, that was yeah. also because there there that well that was the cheapest VR headset at the time when it came yeah. out. There was no Quest. It was no like that was the cheap. Well, I yeah. think you had the Gear VR, but I don't really. Yeah, think that didn't count. count that, that. Nah. So, what are your thoughts on this 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 price tag? I mean, I think it's a it's people were pretty shocked. I mean, even four ninety nine ninety nine would have been a lot, but doing yeah, five fifty three ninety nine was the original pricing. The thing is, it is better, but is it one hundred and fifty dollars better? You know, mm-hmm. well, the thing is, the three ninety nine headset was really worth more two ninety nine than anything else. It, it, in terms of me, like you were paying more just for the comfort. You know what I mean? They probably mm-hmm. put a lot into like the knowing Sony. They probably spent a lot of the money on ergonomics. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, the the crown isn't exactly cheap to make. This obviously, if it was a strap, it'd be cheaper. Mm-hmm. But the crown, it's like the crown itself is quite expensive. I bought myself one for the the Quest too. So much more comfortable, but uh, yes, even I having to buy an off, yeah, with the crown, yeah, even buying an off-brand one, it was a bit pricey. So it makes sense, but also like, I don't see it selling as well, you know. Mm. Like I, like I pick it up next year on like a Black Friday special or something, you know, uh, if I and, have a PS5 by then. But yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this price point. It depends on the person. Here's the thing: the for the right person, they'll buy it. But there's not a lot of right people, you know. I don't think, I don't think the majority of people who own PS5s are going to jump into this, you know. No, because it's not an entry price, price point. Not right? at all. Yeah. You know, one, 
a lot of people are still trying to get PS5s. So mm-hmm. the people who are planning on getting it, in addition to this, it's like it doesn't. It's like a non-starter unless you just really, really into VR and you really. And I'm very into VR. I just I can't justify the price point, right? Um, I mean, I mean, Dennis, I was excited like for mm-hmm. a while, like leading up till this point, like every little like bit that they've shown up shown about the PSVR two, the controllers, the new headset. I've been really excited, and as soon as I saw saw the price point. Your my excitement deter- it deteriorated completely <laughs> yeah. like i went from like a 10 out of 10 hype to like a 1 out of 10 hype <laughs> um yeah no that's it's, that- it's sad that's unfortunate the, the, with, with that pricing though it has to be it has to have longevity like yeah. you know what i mean it can't just be replaced in a few years with, with psvr for like three you know what i mean with which no no it, no it won't it, it, it won't it won't that's not yeah, an issue it, the question is is the games are there going to be exclusive games so there's going to be about 20 titles mm-hmm. when it launches but a lot of them are games that have already been released on other platforms for example like a uh, zenith the last city after the fall pistol whip you know like cities vr these are a lot of games that you you can already play there, whether on PC VR or on the Quest. Yeah. Now, now, like you mentioned before, they're going to have that, you know, the Call of the Mountain, the Horizon game. That is obviously going to be exclusive. The graphics look great on it. The technology looks great. I just, you, you have to bring the type of games that people are going to want to play, like AAA type titles. I mean, we haven't played Call of the Mountain yet, but I'm hoping it's like a tri- AAA experience, yeah. right? If it you told good. But uh, I've been lied to with PS with like VR games before. There was one th- I think it was called the Robinson something, and it like mm. the trailer looked amazing, and then you played the game and it was just horrible. Wait, did you ever play Half Life, Alex? Yet? No, I haven't. I actually own it though. I just oh. haven't had like because I get such motion sickness. I'm trying to like get. There's used a to te- it. there's a teleport mode. There's though. like a there's okay, teleport. I was mode. gonna say there is also that like setting in the Oculus settings, the smoothness setting. Yeah. Uh, like to help out with that, which is good. Uh, so I've just been needing to get in the in the the mood for it, because for the most part, like when I play VR games, I guess like for me, arcade games work better. Like Super mm-hmm. Hot, Beat mm-hmm. Saber, I play those more than anything else. Like I, because really you're not fun moving, and engaging. You're not moving. Exa- so you yeah, get less it can be stationary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Half Life Alex, you can play teleport mode, so that will definitely alleviate a lot of issues. Because you're just, okay, that's you know, good, yeah. you're, it's not locomotion. I, I understand locomotion yeah. is what gets oh, you man. morally sick. Zenith safe. made me throw up almost. Yeah. And I was so excited for Zenith, but it just, mm. I, I couldn't handle the, the motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Half Life Alex. So that's like a triple A, you know, title. And we haven't gotten a lot of those in VR. I'm just, that's what can sell me personally on if mm. there's exclusive titles on psvr2 that are triple a that i know like man this is like it's not exactly like half-life alex we don't want like a repeat of that game but what i'm saying is in that vein of like here's a triple a vr made for vr exclusive that would that's what would get me a P, uh, to buy a ps5 slash psvr2 yeah um i will say so. the one thing that's still sticking out for me like besides ex- exclusive games is the field of view the field of view is the the one thing that has always excited me about the P- even the first PSVR had a very mm-hmm. good field of view, uh, and this one's got a much better one. So that was the main reason I was excited. Um, 
Yeah, everyone's Man, a little... If it, was pos- if, if it was possible for me to, like, jailbreak it and use it on my PC, I, I would consider getting it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate. Dude, five, 550 bucks. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. February, February 22, uh, 20, well, 22nd 22, February. Yeah. Yeah. 22, 2023. Um, there we go. Was a, yeah, I got stuck in my head. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. Another big release, obviously not as big as God of War Ragnarok, um, was Sonic Frontiers. And surprisingly, even though it's it's like mixed to positive, like even the people who don't like it say a lot of positive things about it. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, they, People are saying basically there's a lot of potential there. It's just not quite polished, which is why it was a surprise when like after it, those demos had come out that um, that they still didn't decided to keep the release date and not push it back. Cause I feel like given what people are saying about it is that if they had spent another six months polishing it, they could have, you know, a lot of people are giving it like a seven, you know, like this could have been bumped up to let's say an eight, you know, uh, if, if they had spent the time on it, but uh, a lot of mixed to positive uh, reviews. Yeah, I mean, I'd consider it like a solid 7.3, 7.5. I've watched a lot of reviews on it. I'm tempted to get it myself because for the most part, it looks fun. And it has something for everyone in terms of Sonic fans. Like, Mm. the open world is a little janky, but the game still has levels. Like, you walk, you you run up to these things and then you do, like, either a classic, like, 2D style level. So it has those old school levels. uh, And then, or the... The levels that are like we've been seeing in the past two or three games, which is that kind of third person behind you running through like a course, and there's like yeah. maybe two or three tracks, very limited, but really fun. I uh, I saw somebody play it, and when they started the game up, it gave you a choice of two different modes. I think it was action mode and hyperspeed mm-hmm. mode, and well, I'm assuming hyper- hyperspeed mode is just faster, and it actually has a really nice feel of speed, mm-hmm. specifically in the levels. Not so well, like not so much in the open world. You still get that, but like you get the fastness. But it feels really fast in the in the levels, as opposed to the open world. But it looks fun, and it seems like something that they could fix with uh, patches or updates. Like for the most part, it's all there. I'm not gonna lie. From what I've been seeing story wise, I don't really care about the story, yeah. but it looks fun to play. You know? Yeah. Um, the biggest complaint I saw was the more of the technical aspects of it, where there's a lot of pop in. Like a lot of mm. pop in because one, Sonic is going very fast, um, and it's open world, and they just, you know, they couldn't keep up with it, you know, and that's something like I said, more time on it, they probably could have polished it and made it, you know, uh, much more smooth, but uh, they decided yeah. not to, and I was surprised that they had actually worked out generally well for them because people are not. I thought it was going to no, come no, out and be a technical mess and people were going to bash it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, from what I can tell, nobody hates it. Nobody loves it, but I yeah. know plenty of people who have got the game in there. They didn't put the game away. They didn't stop playing, you know? Yeah. They're and basically also, people, people are saying there's yeah. something there. Mm. And, and you do get faster. Like you can mm. level up your speed the more missions you do and stuff. So you like level up your character. You level up Sonic. Mm-hmm. So he does get like faster and stronger, which I, I quite like. I think they should add some. It's, it's too early to say DLC, but I would like mm-hmm. to see more uh, playable characters. That'd be that'd be cool. 
for me, this gets me excited, not so much to buy this one, but to buy whatever the next one is. Because it just sounds yeah. like it sounds like they got the right idea. They had the right strategy. They just need to kind of polish it up and make it better. So I, I, I'm like, this makes me excited to get uh, Sonic Frontiers 2, not so much 1, you know? So, yeah. Um, all right. Anyways, let's move on to the next piece of news. Uh, Gears of War uh has a movie that's going to be on netflix also an animated series as well which they called adult adult meaning not not uh not probably uh, gonna be gory yeah yeah uh, that kind of adult um but yeah uh like inv- it's interesting. invincible adult yeah it's interesting though that 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 there is going to be a gears of war because gears of war you always thought is going to be a very expensive movie to make yeah um and netflix doesn't really make expensive movies (laughs) they make you know cheap to make movies like they some even like the ones with the big stars in it like they're not you know they're not putting a huge biggest budget yeah yeah exactly they cast cast a wide net and because in order to cast a wide net you have to you have to manage your money better. You can't put your all. You can't put like all your money into one movie. You have to spread that money across a bunch of different movies, and yeah. then it's like they have their different regions and areas, and they work with the uh, local filmmakers too, which I like. Uh, but but uh, yeah. do you think the two are going to go hand in hand? Like, do you think the animated series will be like a like leading up to the movie? No, they said the animated series is going to be after. The, lore? the, the animated okay. series is going to be after the live action okay. feature. What I'm interested in is one is how much money they're going to put into it. Obviously, who are they going to cast? You know, obviously, uh, Dave Bautista has been outspoken about wanting to be in a mm-hmm. in a Gears of War movie. I don't know how much he'll still want to be in it. If you know, I don't know what the budget is. Like I said, and 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 what direction they're going to take with it. But hopefully, it, it's going to be a larger thing. I do like that Netflix has kind of embraced the video game adaptation, right? Because they. You know, obviously, The Witcher there is based on the the books, but really, the reason why they did it was because the game became popular, not because of the books. Yeah. Uh, but it was an easy way to get those rights. Um, you know, we we've seen stuff with Castlevania. They obviously did stuff with Resident Evil. It didn't turn out as well for them, but they've adopted this like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna embrace video game adaptations, right? I mean, you, with Amazon Prime, you've got the the Fallout stuff going on. And so here you go, another another large uh, video game I'm IP. I'm glad it's a movie and not a series because mm. it, it it leads me to believe that there well there's more money there than mm. it w- if it was a series there'd be less money involved. So also like things can get dragged out, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's a movie, I know it's going to be action packed the entire time. Well, I mean it's Gears of War, it better be, you know. Yeah, I I just hope it does the better than what halo was doing on uh on paramount yeah. uh because that was also an adaptation that was not super well received um and that was also supposed to be a movie and then it turned into a series this is going to be a movie um and then an animated series so oh, oh and i forgot if, to mention if the movie does good it might be a trilogy who knows yeah, yeah. obviously I, I forgot the the best example which is arcane which is from League of Legends on, yeah. on Netflix, which is fantastic. So, you know, part of that whole yeah, like video game adaptation kudos, stuff. Kudos to Riot for stretching out to like um, animations, different games. Like, I mean, 
they came from making League of Legends, which is a MOBA. Mm. Then they made um, a Valorant, which I love Valorant. I'm, I'm, I love that game so much, which mm. is a first-person shooter, very tactical. Uh, then they made like a few indie games with like League of Legends characters, and they're now they're now working on a a two D fighting game like Tekken or Street Fighter, but using characters from League of Legends as well. Uh, they're, they're also doing an MMO. They man, dude, Riot has been they've been uh, stretching themselves quite wide, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's move on to the next thing. This one is uh, has to do with EA and uh marvel so that we recently they had announced that they were doing the iron man game uh or, or an upcoming iron man game uh which we saw a little teaser not of the gameplay just a little teaser yeah. video about it it looks like it's going to be you know a three game deal and supposedly this deal came about because of the success of a jedi fallen order uh oh sick that, yeah so um Marvel saw that, hey, you know, obviously we know Marvel is owned by Disney, which Star Wars is also owned by. So they saw, hey, look, Star Wars or the Star Wars deal with EA, specifically the Jedi Fallen Order game is done pretty well. So they kind of, I think, did this deal not quite as big because when the Star Wars, they made a, a deal with EA, it was a 10-year deal. This uh, is just a three-game deal, so... I'm assuming this, you know, will probably... That, that could be nine years to ten years, depending on what they do. I think they're going to be concurrent uh, concurrent yeah. development. Do I don't think, think it's do going to be... three Iron Man games? Or do you think no, it's no, be three no. separate games? No, three separate... The rumor was that one of them was going to be a Black Panther game. That was the rumor. I don't know how... That would be cool. Iron Man. How Black true Panther. that is, but supposedly... And then the third one, we don't know. Uh, but, yeah, the rumor was... About, but, yeah, I'm excited to, to see what they do as long as they... You know, stay away from doing some sort of microtransaction like BS, you know, like do what you did with Jedi Fallen Order and I'll be happy, you know, in the Marvel Universe. It's funny you say that my 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 one gripe gripe with that game, Jedi Fallen Order, is that they're just all all the all the the costumes you unlock, like the skins, if you all the costumes, they all looked very similar. Mm -hmm. It was just a bunch of different ponchos different colored ponchos with different patterns yeah, on them. Yeah. But the game was great, so I can't complain too much. I just wish there was, like, a bit more variety with the costumes. Like, mm-hmm. you could customize customize the crap out of your lightsaber. Why can't I customize what my guy looks like, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully no microtransactions. That will absolutely... Well, I wouldn't say it destroys the game, but if they folk, it makes the developers focus so much on the microtransactions that they don't make a good game, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um... Now, another uh, rumor report is that EA is going to release a major IP game before March 31st of next year. And people are speculating that it might be Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is a follow-up to Fallen Order. Uh, basically, yeah. because looking at the, the, the slate for uh, 2023, they've listed out a bunch of different games and that is not listed on there. So they're thinking that this is what it would be. Now, it is interesting that would be it because we haven't seen anything about it yet. Uh, I would say, when are the Game Awards? Uh, early December? Um, yeah, I believe. Eight, yeah, pretty early, early December, late November. 
Yeah, I think it's early December. But anyways, yeah. If we, I think like the, I think the cutoff time for the games there are like the eleventh of November mm-hmm. for the year. If that makes yeah, sense yeah. to be to be nominated for that year, it could be wrong. But for but what I mean November. is, is like if there isn't like a, an announcement trailer by then or during that event, then I don't see how there would be a Star Wars Jedi Survivor being released on the basically three months later. You know what I mean? Because that's like no hype whatsoever. Now, if you announce it then and you start hyping it from December all the way to March, okay. But I just don't see it. I don't see it happening if if, if, it's not announced. We would need a trailer. Yeah, we would need a trailer before the end of the year. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, what's the best place to do it? The Game Awards, right? So, yeah. Get people talking. Um, All right. Next thing up. This is also another report. um, Not confirmed, but that uh, Horizon MMO is in the works from Sony and NCSoft. So, they're going to take the world of Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, you don't don't care too much for it? You don't think it translates? Uh, Well, okay. I like Guild Wars and Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so supposedly it's coming from the people that made that game. And uh, I'm a fan of... Uh, well, I like MMOs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like I like, I like, like them because I like grinding for gear. I never really... It's sacrilegious to say, but I never really cared about the story of World of, World of Warcraft or mm-hmm. even Final Fantasy XIV. And I played a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. And I enjoyed the story a little bit, but what I liked was doing the, the raids and the, uh, the dungeons... And getting new gear, getting epic gear, you know what I mean? Like, that was mm-hmm. the best part for me. Uh, this is either going to be amazing or not that good. I do have hope because it actually, the people making it are actual MMO developers. Sorry, i uh slurring because of my meds. Um, but yeah, it's... Like, wh- like, when would it take place? Because I'm thinking about the, the Horizon storyline. Mm-hmm. Does it take place in the future when everyone's using, like like uh you know mechanical robotic stuff because the way horizon works is that a lot of like the clans they kind of like they're very anti-technology you know what i mean and i'm assuming if you are a character or you're doing a character creation or whatever your path is in this mmorpg i'm assuming you're going to be playing the game similar to aloy you know Mm -hmm. but uh obviously with rpg mechanics so most likely you won't you won't be aiming your arrow, you'll probably just be standing near something and spamming a button, mm-hmm. which is just kind of how those games work. But it could look. Here's the thing: I like the lore of Horizon. I love the lore. I just think for it to work, it's gonna have to be set like fairly in the future, um, or or a lot more in the past. I don't know, but it's fifty-fifty in my mind. It's either gonna suck or it's gonna be. Well, that's with any MMO RPG. It's either gonna suck or it's not that good, mm-hmm. or it's like. Like you look at New World. New World was amazing. The first twenty to thirty levels, mm-hmm. and then the end game sucked. So that that could also happen, where it's like the game's great, and then when it comes to the end game raids, which is literally what an MMO is built for, is the the end level raids. That the, the post game content is what an MMO is built for. So they need to get that right. They need to get like their raids right. You know. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to the next one. This one was a surprise. Not so much in what happened, but kind of the follow-up to it. So basically, 
Yeah. There's a little older news. Henry Cavill is leaving The Witcher. And that's not the surprising part because we know that, you know, he's coming back as, as, as Superman in the DCEU. Um, but the reasons why and also the re- so the replacement. So instead of canceling. So I thought Henry Cavill leaves. He's kind of, you know, obviously there are Witcher fans. But he, at least for me, he was kind of the main draw of why I'm watching The Witcher. Um and I thought he did a good job at it, you know. Um, but he's leaving after the third season. Third season hasn't aired yet. That's going to come out next year, I believe. I can't remember the date, but I believe it's next year. Um, so he's leaving. But Liam Hemsworth is replacing him, which is like kind of totally out of left field because they don't really yeah. have the same. They don't have the same vibe. Um, and a lot of reports were that. Henry Cavill has been very vocal about how much he loves The Witcher. He loves playing video games, um, and he would be, said he would play this character until like forever or whatever. But apparently, he was not happy with the direction and the deviation from from the books and from the story that that was presented. And I guess one producer had said that they had writers that were like actively like hating on the show that they were working on. Or the source yeah, a material. Of, a lot of the writers apparently didn't like the books or the games. Yeah. Which is like, why are you even there in the first place? You know? Yes, exactly. So I heard that was part of the reason why he left, not just the Superman stuff. Um, I figured it was mainly Superman. Like, or like that was a good reason as well because, well, I've, I haven't watched Black Adam yet, but even I know the post credit scene. Yeah, is it him. was. It's Superman, yeah. And that's how you knew. I was like, okay, yeah, so they're going to make a Man of Steel 2. And then after that, they're going to have a, a movie with Black Adam and Superman fighting each other or whatever. But he's locked in with the Warner Brothers con- uh, contact for, contract for a while. And I think if anything, if he was going to get back to video game movies and TV shows, I think he would want to do Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. He's been very keen to do a Mass Effect TV show. Yeah, so... It's just a interesting choice with the Liam Hemsworth because it's just like he. Yeah, he doesn't least... get to suit the vibe. Like, yeah. it's uh, that's interesting. I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of anybody that might be better right now. But he just doesn't suit the vibe, you know. Yeah, um, and I just thought if Henry Cavill left, they would just cancel the show. <laughs> they were just like, all right. But they're going to try. One of the Skarsgård brothers could do it, now that I think about it. Yeah. One of the Skarsgård brothers could do it. Alexander Skarsgård could do it. I mean, he just did The Northman. Mm -hmm. He was fantastic in that. That's what I was thinking of, yes. Alexander Skarsgård, yeah. I was going to say Bill Skarsgård, but that's uh, that's, that's he's from It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, they're going to have a season four. I'm going to watch season three because I did enjoy Mm. The Witcher, I'll, I'll watch it. And then season four, I'll give it a chance, but I'm going to give it a very short leash. Like an episode or two. And then like, if I don't yeah. like it, I'm outies. Um, I all right. It'll, I, I'm pretty sure it'll be canceled. I, I'm i casting my bet now. I think it'll yeah. be canceled. After the four. first season. Yeah, probably. Well, um, yeah. No season five. Uh, the Last of Us TV series got a premiere date. Uh, and it was sooner than we had thought. Uh, it's going to be January 15th, 2023, which is nice. right around the corner. I was thinking March, you know, around that time. But uh, 
Yeah, January fifteenth. That's you know right after the new year. We're gonna That's get into two the last away, basically, yeah. Which, if people don't remember, because a lot of people came to the Game of Thrones train late, I was there from day one. Uh, that's around when the the first season of Game of Thrones started, which was was in January. It was like very, it was like late January, early February. I remember, and it was like you know, because you know everyone was so used to like the bigger shows debuting in the fall and whatnot, and it, it kind of came out of you know, and it wasn't doing super well, but eventually just grew and grew. So, anyways, uh, I'm very looking forward to it. It's gonna be ten that's episodes. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we've seen the trailer already. You know, we've I've played both games. I think you've played just the first game, right? Yeah, just the first one. So I don't, I don't think you will. I assume that the first season is only going to be I mean, half the trailer, half yeah. of the first game. That's what my yeah, guess is. That's fair. I was gonna say because we saw the trailer and everything in the trailer was in the first game. I think you're. Uh, that would make sense. Half, yeah, because then they can get at least four seasons out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, moving on to Halo Infinite, a game that had yeah. such promise and such buzz when it came out last year, uh, around this time actually. Uh, but now, since you know the battle passes and the seasons have been dragging out, a lot of features weren't there on day one. But now, uh, winter update, it's like their biggest update. So Forge is finally launching, which... Hell yeah. They should have launched it uh, last year, but they didn't. Like It came out, what, two days ago, I think? <laughs> yeah. Um, co-op uh, campaign, which is great. Online, not not, yeah. not split screen. N- n- um, no local split screen, that's yeah. right. Uh, two new maps, a new battle pass. And a new game mode, which is a covert one flag. So it's, I think they, I think they also said they're going to be making seasons short shorter from this point yes, forward. Yeah, even though they elongated the last one. Um, look, I admittedly, I really liked Halo Infinite. It wasn't the best Halo, but it was it, it was still really good. Um, and I did play the multiplayer. I did play season one. I didn't go that far in it, but to me, it wasn't really because of the other reasons that people made it was for me, it was just, I only have so much time. So I only play, you know, I have to play other games, you know, I think, uh, there was just a bunch of other games that I, I, that I, I was playing at the time and, you know, I can't dedicate, I don't know. I, I just don't have enough time to be like, all right, I'm going to get really yeah. good at halo infinite and I'm only going to play this, you know? So I think I'm going to come back to it. And I think having forge is a good idea because now it breathes, new life into the game because people can start creating stuff. Um, what do you think? Um, I've always preferred the campaign over the, the multiplayer, mm-hmm. which is rare for me. Like I'm not the biggest fan of their multiplayer mm-hmm. or their seasons or anything like that, but I love the, I love the campaign and the fact that I can play it with up to three of the friends right now is sick. I'm part of a, a discord server, which is just about people that play game pass games mm-hmm. So when uh, I think earlier today they were talking about everyone's re-downloading Halo just for that. Nice. And you said there were two two new maps, but technically there's an infinite amount of maps, pun intended, because of Forge. I've already seen, it's only been out for like two days, but I've already seen a lot of YouTubers uploading their own creations and 
one of my favorite game modes for Halo multiplayer was Griff Bowl. Now they haven't added Griff Bowl, but technically you can make Griff Bowl in Forge. Mm -hmm. And some people have tried, and it's a little clanky and glitchy, but it's only been two days. You know, you got you got yeah, let people yeah. polish their maps and stuff. And it seems like you could do quite a lot with, uh, with Forge. You can uh, do a bit of like AI coding. You could like code out the the bots and uh, stuff like that, which is quite cool. Yeah. So I feel like you know Halo Infinite has a chance to be redeemed and it's funny because i feel like with forge it might be the community that saves this game much like oh, yeah. other games in the past that that have been saved by the community like fallout 76 was totally saved by the community that was not mm -hmm. that was not bethesda obviously they made improvements obviously that wastelanders update was great but it was the community in fallout 76 that saved that game and I feel like that may be the case with Halo Infinite. Like it might I mean, be. I mean, that's how Red Red vs. Blue was made, basically yeah. because of the Forge. You know, yeah. it was 2007 when I think Forge came out, like for the first time, and that breathed so much life into. Man, I can't. I literally, I can't wait. The thing is, like, even like two weeks from now, there's gonna be so many like fun, silly, goofy game modes. Yeah. It's like just not what you're expecting, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, semi-related is, uh, in an interview, Phil Spencer, Xbox boss, uh, basically admit it's been too long since an exclusive, a triple a big first party exclusive game has come out on Xbox series X and S remember it was supposed to be, um, star Starfield this year, right? It was the big, I think it was November, right? That it was supposed to launch. So obviously that's not happening. Uh, I don't think we have a, a release date quite yet for it next year all we know is that it's going to be in the first half of next year if if i'm understanding correctly um and yeah they're just saying look next year is the year like starfield redfall um a bunch of other cool stuff so well i mean yeah didn't they well technically um forza horizon Five? Man, I forgot which one it is. But the, the latest one, wasn't that an exclusive as well? But that was last year. So oh, Was that last year, Dennis? It was last year with Halo Infinite. It was Forza, crazy. Cause, uh, Forza Horizon 5. I've never played the series, and I played the fifth one because it was on Game Pass, and I actually yeah. did really, really like it. It was kind of one of my sleeper... Not sleepers, because it's such I, a big game, I, I but surprise for me. it was the beginning me. of this year. No, no, no. It, it came out like flies. it was. It came out like two or three weeks before Halo Infinite because time flies, man. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was playing that and then Halo Infinite hit, and then I stopped playing Horizon. Um, uh, sorry, Forza Horizon Five. I stopped playing it because of Halo Infinite and then playing the campaign and everything. Um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, so it's been a while. Uh, but they said you know, 2023 is the year. Um, on a side note, he also revealed that uh, Xbox loses or Microsoft loses one hundred to two hundred dollars on X every Xbox Series X and S sold. Um, so the X, I think they lose one hundred, and the S they lose two hundred dollars because that is weird. Remember, would, Xbox Series S is I, only two ninety nine. No, because it would have been flipped. No, because the Series S is so cheap; it's two ninety nine. Makes sense, yeah. Well, like this is also not that new of a thing because consoles have always, yes, for all since the two thousands, consoles have always been sold at a loss. Usually, yeah. you make your money back through digital licensing rights, 
people mm-hmm. spending money on the store, on the Xbox store, on the on the PlayStation store, uh, selling rights to developers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think the first time it ever became a thing where they broke even was the PS4, mm-hmm. where PlayStation was only making like a twenty or fifteen dollar profit on per console, yeah. and that was the closest they ever got. I I remember there was a time where they did the PS3. I think it was the PS3 Slim. They were they made a three hundred dollar loss, like it was like a two to three hundred dollar loss on that uh, on that one, which is crazy. But it makes sense. It makes sense. You want to get your console into more people's hands, and then once it once it's in their hands, they're gonna buy games on yeah. the Xbox Store on on the PlayStation Store. You know, you're gonna sell those rights to developers. So it does make sense. But um, damn, two hundred bucks on the Series S. Well, the Series S, like you said, is well priced. But damn, that is two ninety nine. That's money. Per console, I mean, that's a lot of yeah. money, dude. Honestly, if it had a bigger hard drive, I would buy it, the the S. But it's just the hard drive is a little mm. too small for me. And then to expand it, you end up you can you can buy an X if you if you buy the expansion uh, SSD True, yeah. or whatever. So that that's the only reason. Also, we got pretty decent PCs. I'm still eyeballing a PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. um, only because they just recently added. Um, well, not recently, but about a month or two ago, they added, uh, I'm forgetting the word, but you can now play 1440p, whereas pre- previously it was 4K or 1080p. Mm-hmm. There was no in-between, but now they have support. That's the word. <laughs> it's late. It's like almost 2 a.m. You guys got to forgive me. Uh, they've added support for 1440p. Um, so I'm very much thinking of getting a PS5 uh, after Black Friday. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I'm going to wait until they have a slim version because that thing is humongous. Yeah, it's big. S- it's huge, man. Uh, Yeah, when I visit friends' places that have it, it's like, this thing is humongous. And the Xbox Series X is also big, but it's more properly shaped that you can kind of hide it away. Where the PlayStation is not with the giant fins yeah. and whatever, it's not, you know. Um, but anyway, It's not discreet. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a uh, another topic about speaking about losing money. Um, Sony loses nearly two million PlayStation Plus subscribers since service revamp. Um, that's a lot of subscribers. Um, that is, I mean, it makes sense though as well. For a lot of people, I mean, it's not complicated for me, but for a lot of people, it is complicated having like different tiers. Like people don't know what's what. You know, it's it's they tr- like Sony tried their hardest to explain it to people in the most simplistic way, but for a lot of people, it's it's still a bit confusing. So I'd imagine they just opted out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I did not opt out, even though I don't feel like I'm getting my money's worth. Basically, I'm just paying, and I don't have I have the essential tier, which is basically they give you two free games a month. And that's the one that they always had, right? Like, the, yeah. That's the and then you have tier, and yeah. you have the cloud, whatever stuff. So it's like, okay, fine, I'll pay for it. I don't know why I have to pay for cloud saves, but anyways, yeah, I haven't upgraded. Dumb, yeah. I haven't upgraded because I don't feel like I need to upgrade until they do what I said they're gonna, what they should do, which is put day one exclusives on there. There's no need for me. I've played all their exclusive games, or I either own them, or or you know I can play them. Whatever. Well, you're, yeah, I was gonna say you're busy playing their most recent exclusive, you know. So yeah, you're fine. And, yeah, and it's not on their system, so why why would I get it? It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any financial sense yeah. for me to 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 upgrade. I mean, well, it doesn't we're even on make the f- topic. 
Yeah. Uh, they added a bunch. Uh, they added a couple more games to the catalog for the the PS Plus, the one where you're like streaming games or not. St- mm-hmm. Their version of Game Pass, where you have the games you can download from, and a couple of them make sense to me. Like they have, I think it's all of the Kingdom Hearts games, which makes mm-hmm. sense because that's Square Enix slash Disney, more Square Enix than Disney. Yeah. But then what's weird to me is that they just got Skyrim Enhanced Edition. Um, yeah. Which I'm wondering if they had to like pay for that to get Skyrim onto PS Plus when it's basically owned by Microsoft and it's. I played it earlier today on Game Pass. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I was wondering how they got it there, yeah. Just figured I'd point that out right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they lost subscribers. Uh, surprisingly, I think their money was actually a profit or higher because they had the different tiers, but they actually yeah. lost subscribers, which, you know, th- right now it's tough. Both well, Xbox... They still have 45 million subscribers. Like, yeah. they went down by two, but they still have like 45.4 million subscribers. Yeah, Which is a bo- lot, you know. Both Xbox and Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation Plus are are from what I've read are kind of hitting a cap in terms of the g- growth is very slow for them, right? Um that they're they're kind of almost capping out on on the the type of people or the number of people that are subscribed and and really I I feel like Xbox is only that way because they haven't released a big game in a long time i mean think about it the last big game they had was halo infinite which was a year ago and don't get me wrong for me personally it's totally worth it i like i you know playing i uh, i haven't finished it and obviously playing uh god of war ragnarok is going to interrupt that but i was like about one third the way through uh plague's tale requiem which i was loving you know and that was on game pass or free you know um it was an exclusive title you you can play it on on, on playstation as well um so there for me, uh, Game Pass is totally worth it. But for people who just want the exclusive titles, AAA titles, Xbox has not been delivering yet. And so I can see why the growth has, has slowed down. And I think it'll pick up, yeah. pick up next year once, once they do drop Starfield and Redfall. So Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for both of those. Yeah, Red, uh, Redfall's looking bit was looking a lot more better the more we saw of it. Yes. For sure. Once I heard it was open world and like, you know, it was a different, it wasn't as, not that I don't like this game because I do like Back for Blood and Left for Dead or whatever, but I thought it was more like that. And it does have those aspects, but it there there's some different stuff that's going on in there as well. So I, I'm actually more excited about it than I was before. Um, it's the same team that did, um, whatchamacallit, right? Deathloop? Right? Um, who? Arcane? What? Arcane, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Red Arcane Fall. made Deathloop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, they made Deathloop. They made uh, Dishonored as well. And yeah. So I'm very good games. Uh, well, yeah, actually, I don't know why I spaced on that. Like, the last Redfall trailer I saw was the most arcane thing I've ever seen <laughs> in terms of gameplay. It's yeah. very arcane vibes. Yeah. Um, this is unfortunate news, uh, sadly, which is yeah. Meta is laying off. 11,000, not 1,000, not 1,100, 11,000 employees, which accounts for 13% of its workforce. I mean, that is... That's huge. That's a lot of people. That's, you know, usually when you hear of big layoffs, it's 1,000, 2,000 people. That's already a lot, but 11,000. 
that's quite a bit. And it has to do with um, the amount of money that they're spending on the metaverse. And, and I guess Zuckerberg had, you know, got criticized when he said that, you know, because he's, he's all in on VR, the metaverse and everything like that. And I guess investors were not too happy when they heard that. And Zuckerberg had to also, also like his... their their metaverse or their app or I forgot what it's called. Her, it's called Horizons. After... Surprisingly, yeah, yeah. After so much investment and in working on that, they had like thirteen monthly active users or something. It was like it wasn't, it wasn't that digits. low. It wasn't that low. It was pretty. But... It was pretty low though. It's low. I know that. It was in the double digits. It wasn't even over a hundred. You know, which is crazy. Well, to be f- here's the thing. I do think that the metaverse is going to be huge. It's going to be the next big thing. I th- I, th- I just think Mark Zuckerberg was way too early to jump the gun on it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think well, not even I wouldn't say too early, but he invested way too much too soon. You know, like only just last year. I would say last year was like a big boom for VR. Mm. A lot of people a lot of people got the Quest Two for Christmas mm. or bought it for like 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 there's a lot of families that have a vr headset now you know as opposed to three four years ago so it's definitely heading in that direction um and there's going to be a metaverse whether it's meta's metaverse or somebody else's there will be a metaverse yes the question is my personal question is where the hell is this money going to so they right it's a lot of money they lost 3.7 billion dollars this is just the the vr XR department. Um, it says they had lost nine point four billion this year so far, which is up from six point nine from uh, last year. I play, you know, I'm on that thing a lot, and there's still a ton of bugs, a lot of issues. Um, where's that money? That's what I'm asking. Where's that money going to? Because I, I don't see. That, I, I don't. A see lot of it. that was. I know a lot of that was proto- like prototypes okay, in terms but- of like haptic feedback gloves, haptic feedback suits, different types of VR headsets. But or what's it? I think they spent a lot of money just on the the eye tracking, so that when you're in Horizons or when you're in the meeting space, if you blink with the headset on, you can blink in the. Th- the, the point is like I use then- I use the workspaces, and I actually said like the workspaces. But, like a billion then, bucks, man. You're right. Like, where does that go? Well, yeah, and and so it, it's just, yeah, it's a. Maybe we'll see it later down the line, but right now we're just not seeing it, you know. Um, and yeah. and the the MetaQuest Pro, um, definitely has. If I had it, the money it, for it, it. I would get it. I mean, it's fifteen hundred dollars. There's advantage no, no. to it. If I had the money for it, I would get it though, hundred yeah. percent. So I don't know. Anyways, it's just uh, they're doing a hiring freeze, everything. So they're going to have to, you know, figure things. I mean, we just saw Twitter let go of 3,700 employees, which is also a lot. But then think about this, 11,000. So you're talking about more than like or about triple that amount. It's crazy. That's crazy. It's Um, a lot of uh, new people in the workforce trying uh, trying to get some jobs. Exactly. It's going to be tricky as well within the realms of what they do to find work, you know? Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not uh, like there's any companies out there hiring 11,000 people to work on their VR metaverse, you know? Um, two quick small things for me, and then we'll see what you have. Basically, uh, there's Remedy did an update on their 
games. They said Alan Wake 2 is in full production stage and set to be released in 2023. Um, there's the Control spinoff game. Um, one is going to be, let's see, one is a four-player co-op PBE title. And then we're not too sure about the other one, that Vanguard game, yeah. Uh, this is pretty old, older news. Um, and then Atomic Heart has a release date. Yeah, um, which, this is sick, actually. February 21st. <laughs> Everything in February. Nice. The game looks cool. Uh, it looks like it a does. cross between Bioshock and Fallout. Um, it's got That's that vibe to it. That's the best way to, to it. put it, actually. Yeah. I was going to say, because it gives, it gives me like Fallout vibes, but yeah. but a little more creepy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's got yeah, it's got those nineteen fifties like retro kind of vibe, you know, which is very yeah. Fallout, very Fallout. So that's all or, I have. You have yeah. anything? I just got one thing which I mm -hmm. thought was quite interesting, but when I look at the list, it's actually less interesting. Um, but Animal Crossing: New Horizons is officially the biggest selling game of all time in Japan, um, of all time. <laughs> Makes which is sense. Insane cause, Makes yeah, sense. It beat. It beat Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, like the original Pokemon game on the Game Boy. Mm. It beat that, which is insane. But then I look down and there's like, I think like number eight is also is an, also an Animal Crossing game that came out in 2012. <laughs> um, it's all just Nintendo IP. Pokemon games, Super Mario games, Monster Hunter, Splatoon. Yeah, Nintendo, the funny thing about Nintendo is like, they don't have a lot of, big third-party games on their systems mm. but their first-party games sell so well that like it just keeps their whole business afloat like they just sell so yeah. much it's if you crazy. had to guess if you had to guess a number on how many um of these how many of the, the how many versions of well how many animal crossing games were game i don't know what the word, words are i'm looking for but how many how many do you think they sold in japan so this is just japan if you had to guess a, a number i'm curious oh no it's up there game. it's up there it's... best selling game of all time in japan how many what's, copies what's, are, what's, what's japan's population 60 million 70 million i think let me probably, see uh, probably around there yeah no, 126 million, which is crazy because it's it's an island. I mean, it's, it's a bigger yeah, island. It's very it's congested. Big. Yeah. But then again, um, a lot of the r rural areas are actually pretty empty. I always think Japan has like a smaller population compared to the U.S., but it's only one third. You know, I like I always think it's like one tenth, but it's only one third. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. 15 million. I mean, uh, in terms of guesses, it's not too bad. It was uh, a 10, uh, 10.4 million. Okay. So just over 10 million, which is a lot, dude, just in Japan. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I was giving you a, million copies sold. a U.S. kind of number. Yeah, you, that's true. Yeah. And America probably has sold around there. Who knows? But um, it's not, I've actually been playing that game again recently. Funny that we mention it. But that's all the news I got. Um, all right. And I think it's a good time to call it because it's 2 a.m. here. Cool. My brain's turning to mush. Um, yeah, I guess next time we'll talk more about uh, God of War Ragnarok. I'm sure we'll be further. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I'm you buy it this weekend. So yeah, yeah. Um, too bad it's not one of those uh, 
streaming type games that you could just, you know, play on your PC or something like that. Yeah, true, man. Well, I off mean, of, off of cloud streaming. Makes me wish I had a game like a, a good game capture card or like, well, you've got you've got a pretty good capture device. So you could always pull up some uh, some gameplay for us, some PS4 gameplay. Oh yeah, I already record. Yeah, I already recorded yeah. uh, the first two hours that I played. Looks oh, good. Yeah. That's why, like, I finally pulled the trigger. I was like, "Why am I waiting for the PS5 version or the PC version? It already looks good on PS4. Like, I know the PC yeah. and the and the the PS5 version will look better, but it's not like it's a piece of shit. I mean, at least right now in the generation, in this new generation, right? Xbox Series X and and um, and uh, PS5, the leap isn't, like, humongous. It's like, yes, it's better, but it's, like, 10% better, 15% better, you know? Not 100% better. So I'm sure it'll get there. That's how it always goes. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'll talk more yeah, about no. it uh, next week. Well, by yeah, by next week, I we both should have played it quite a bit. Yeah, I have a feeling you'll be further along than me. <laughs> Even though you you're you're starting off later, you'd be surprised, man. I've been very busy these days. Oh, okay. Cool. Um. All right, guys. So thanks for watching. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/revog. You can follow me on Twitter at ThinkHero or Instagram Dennis.TZNG. We have a Discord channel, which is linked below, where you can find me and Josh. Like I said, I'm always on there now. Like I'm always like posting some stuff. So if you want to chat there, me and Josh are there. Josh, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Twitch at It's Thespis or lowercase. Once I get to 100 followers, I'm going to start streaming again weekly. And I'm always down to talk in the Revog Discord channel. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I think I might start doing uh, like <laughs> personal YouTube stuff again just because this whole Twitter thing is like it's very on very shaky ground right now and and like oh, i yeah. still i have i have my instagram and everything like that but instagram is more of like people see your pictures and they kind of comment where there's no conversation where i feel like youtube is it's not quite twitter right twitter is it's is, also not to toxic in the grand scheme of things like for the most part youtube as a social media platform there's not much engagement between people but like for the most part it's pretty constructive you know yeah all right, cool. Uh, until next time, I'll see you guys later. Later.